0: What you lack in experience, you must make up for in energy and knowledge. It's Andrew Duncan here. This is the Agent Monday podcast. Let's talk about how to get your first sale in real estate. It's a big moment. You've taken this leap of faith to get into this industry. You've got dreams of making big money and having all sorts of freedom and what that can do for you. But you got to get that first sale. You've got to just get that one that gets you out of the starting block right you just got to get over that first hump and then you'll be on your way so i've coached so many agents through this process um i've been there myself i was an agent for gosh near on 14 15 years myself so i know what it takes Uh, i know it's different for everybody and i know it's different in every market but together we can get you there So today we're going to give you uh, all sorts of mindset tips, we're going to give you some ways to think about your working style during this time, and we're actually going to give you tangible ideas and prospecting methods that are going to help you secure that first sale. Now, this is also going to be really useful if you're trying to, you might not be beginning in real estate, you might be coming back from a break, you might have had an illness or just a burnout break, or maybe you've just had a bit of a career change, or or had kids and took some time off. So if you're just coming back to real estate after a period of time, after an absence, then this is going to be really useful for you too. First thing I want to talk to you about is mindset, because that's where it all begins, of course. I want you to think about this first sale as being an inevitability. This is going to happen, it's just a matter of when this is going to be the first of many sales you create. So it's really no big deal. It's just getting this first one of many. To get you in the right headspace, I also want you to encourage, I want to encourage you to think about there is the situation is how I would put it is there's no plan B. When I got into real estate, there was no plan B. It wasn't oh, let me just try this for six months and see how it goes. And if it doesn't work, I'll just go back to my career or this other job. If you have that mindset, you might as well just get out now because you're not going to have the tenacity and the drive to to do what it takes to succeed in this job if you're giving it a half-assed effort. If you're still holding down a a part-time job you know, just to pay the bills, that's fine. But it's got to be a stopgap to your full-time real estate life. So, no plan B. That's critical. This is going to work. You are going to make it work. And that's all there is to it. Now, to achieve this first sale, to achieve the success that we're looking for, I want you to make a few commitments. I want you to say to yourself and repeat to yourself that I will be consistent in my approach. I will pick my marketing methods And I will deliver on those every week until I'm achieving a level of sales, which I'm happy with, and then I'll keep going because they've worked for me. I'm not going to try a different prospecting method every week and chop and change and switch from one to the other, because if I do that, I'm not going to get the results I'm looking for. I'm also going to be patient. I'm going to know that if I put in the work and do the one, two, threes, the results I'm looking for will come. It may take months. But it will come. I'm going to stay hungry. I'm going to be enthusiastic. When people talk to me about real estate, I'm going to be positive and uplifting. And I'm going to do everything I can to establish my credibility, build my own knowledge, and be an expert on the real estate market in my local area. So just to sum that up again, the key things you need to remember are you're going to be consistent, patient, hungry, and you're going to be a local area expert, okay? If you can stick to those, you're going to be fine. Now, in terms of actually getting that first sale, we're going to take a multi-pronged approach. Now, what I'm going to run you through here is how I would do it. You may have other strategies that you want to employ, and that's absolutely fine, and you can chop and change and, and make a plan that's your own. But what I would absolutely implore that you do is to pick your methods and stay consistent you've got to give any prospecting method at least six months before you'll start to see the the impact um, that that method and your level of input into it deserves preferably longer i've dropped letters to people that have taken three years to get a response but then they turn into a listing everything in real estate is delayed gratification. We are playing a long-term game. It might take you a month to get your first sale. It might take you nine months. It might take you a year. One of the best, most successful real estate agents, real estate agents I've ever known, and I won't mention them by name, but they, at their peak of their powers, were selling over 100 houses a year. And it took them over nine months to get their very first sale. So think about that. How many people do you think would drop out after six months of not getting any success when they were giving up a future career of earning over a million dollars a year? Okay, so let's talk about this multi-pronged approach. The thing is, when you're starting out and you don't have a lot of experience to point to, what you lack in experience, you must make up for in energy and knowledge. What you lack in experience, you must make up for in energy and knowledge. So everything you send out, every bit of marketing that you do, must always lead with value. And what I mean by that is value to the buyer or seller or homeowner. So anytime you're dropping something in a letterbox, anytime you're sending out an email, anytime you're picking up the phone... Am I giving this person value? Are they getting something valuable out of this? And that's going to be a nice framework to, th- to work through for you when you decide on what kind of marketing pieces you're going to drop or what kind of information you're going to send to people. And the reason why you always lead with value is you need to establish your credibility as a local real estate expert. The more you do that, the more likely people are to trust you with the sale of their largest asset. So a fantastic way to achieve credibility early on is to start a regular email newsletter. Now what I suggest to you do is you add everybody you already know who won't mind receiving an email from you onto your email newsletter. You're going to add your local contacts, you know, mortgage brokers, lawyers, builders, plumbers, anybody you know who might be sort of connected to the property world in some way. You're going to add your friends and family because they're going to be your biggest supporters past colleagues and past customers from other businesses that you've worked in. You're going to add any buyers that you're working with, anyone you meet at open homes that you happen to do maybe for another agent. And you're going to aim to add, I would say, five people to this email newsletter each week. It might only start off with 30 people on it and that's absolutely fine. If you just keep focusing on growing it, it's going to build up and that'll become the biggest source of business for you. If you stay consistent with it. My own real estate newsletter started off with around 50 recipients. But over a few years grew to be a few thousand. And it became my single biggest source of listings throughout my entire career. It's a really high leverage activity. uh, But you need to start somewhere. And you need to be consistent at adding people to that newsletter list. Now, what are you going to put in that email newsletter if you don't have any listings? Of course, an Agent Monday feature article so if you don't know what that is head along to agentmonday.com get a membership there and you've got access to over a hundred pre-written evergreen articles that give tips to buyers and sellers on how they can make better real estate decisions so all you need to do is put one of those articles in each email newsletter that you do put your contact details in it maybe talk a little bit about what's happening specifically in your market and you're good to go a plain text email is fine. Doesn't have to be fancy formatting or anything like that. Let's not get, let's not let branding get in the way of good information for your clients. And I want you to commit to sending that email out every week, especially while you're starting out. Cool, got that. Now I would also recommend you consider doing a printed newsletter. Now that might be to. People that you know who have addresses in the area so maybe you've got a lot of contacts in your location from you know growing up with friends or you know going uh, through just you just living in a place for a long time but maybe you don't and to be honest rather than posting to specific addresses an easier way to think about this is to do it as a letterbox drop Uh, some people in real estate get assigned like a farming area it might be a patch of 500 or a thousand houses and you've got a market to that area um, If you don't have an assigned area, you might want to pick your own spot, your own part of a suburb that you really like, or maybe it's close to your home. And we're going to drop something in those letterboxes every week or every fortnight. And what I'd recommend you do is use, you guessed it, an Agent Monday feature article. So you're going to print this as a sort of printed newsletter and add your contact details. And if you if you stay consistent with this, you will become the local area expert because you're leading with value. You're helping people. You're helping local homeowners. And on the Agent Monday site, there are a whole series of articles targeted specifically at homeowners, people who aren't even necessarily thinking about selling their home, but they might be one day soon. And you can find those articles on our site. So go and check those out and do a posted letterbox drop to your farming area at least every fortnight but preferably every week, especially until you get that first listing. Some other parts of this multi-pronged approach would be, I would suggest, you're, until you get this first sale, and, and until you've got other appointments taking you out of the office, I recommend you should always be in the office. First one in, last one out. If you've got to be there at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, get there at that time. If to be the last one out, you need to be there till six o'clock at night, stay till six o'clock at night. This is critical. Until you get that first sale, you need to be focused on real estate and focused on getting your career on the right track. If you're in the office, you're going to be thinking about real estate. You're going to be more likely to pick up the phone and call somebody. You're going to be more likely to learn about the market and just eavesdrop on conversations that your colleagues have. Just every little bit of information you pick up, every time you hear someone talking on the phone to one of their clients you might pick up a really good script or a really good idea or a thoughts on what not to do as well right like that's fine as well the other key about being in the office is you need to show your managers that you're determined to make this work don't underestimate how many leads and opportunities come through your office that you might not even know about Most people have managers in their office who used to be real estate agents. And if they're not selling managers, which is really handy, they are going to have to look for someone to kind of pass those opportunities on to when they come up. And when they do pass opportunities on, they're going to look for the people that are driven to succeed, the people that are working really hard. They want to reward that. So if you're in the office all the time, it's more likely that you're going to be the one that your colleagues or your managers choose to support. It might be that one of your colleagues is just snowed under with work and they need someone to help them out with a listing. Maybe that's how you get your first sale. That's cool. If you're in the office, if you're showing that you're eager and keen and determined, you're more likely to have those opportunities come your way. Next up is you're going to have a lead sheet. Now, this is just really simple. It's just a piece of paper, kind of like an open home register. And anytime you hear the sniff of someone thinking about possibly maybe one day selling their home, you're going to write down their name, address, phone number, and email address on this sheet. And you want to build this sheet up to be 20, 30 people. That's your goal. Doesn't matter where these opportunities or leads come from. It just could be someone mentioning something. Um, it could be the fact that you, know, you drive past a house and there's a skip bin outside. That might be a sign that they're selling soon. Uh, it could be a friend that you know who uh, is thinking about taking another job in another area or moving their kids to a different school zone. Whatever it is, get this lead sheet going. doesn't matter if it starts off with zero people, five people, ten people, whatever. This is your Bible moving forward, right? And I want you to carry that with you everywhere you go. And every day, preferably multiple times a day, you're going to sit there and look at that list and say, What can I help that person with? What information can I give them that's going to be useful to them? Have I checked in with them recently? What stage are they at? Um, Do they know I exist, right? (laughs) Uh, And you might contact them. You might hear about a a recent sale in their area. You might contact them to let them know what that's sold for. You might hear about a new listing in their location. Um, You might hear about interest rates. Are falling and you might want to let them know to, let, to to tell them that right the markets picking up might be a good time to think about selling you can just contact them with general market information that might be useful to that person you might refer them to a local builder or plumber who can help them get some fix-it job sorted around their house so they can move forward with the next step of the process it might be a marketing offer that your office is putting on at the moment to help people selling could be anything but uh, the main thing is to keep that sheet in front of you to constantly remind you of who you need to um, keep top of mind and the people that you need to be top of mind for as well, right? You'll also want to vary the mode of communication. Uh, it might be a bit much for someone who's six months out from selling if you were to you know, call them twice a week. So maybe you mix it up. Maybe one week you call them, the next week you text them. The week after that you email. Maybe the following week you drop something in their letterbox. Keep that communication up, but don't be over the top and don't make them feel uncomfortable by any means. And the way to do that is to mix up those modes of communication. Next up is networking. So a big part of getting your first sale will be building your network, building the uh, group of people who know who you are and know what you do and know that you're good at it. So I want you to think about a couple of clubs that you can attend or join, um, that are going to be potentially a good way of meeting local owners in your area. Um, so it might be a football club. Um, it might be a rotary club. Uh, it could be local property investors association, be anything really. It could be a mum's coffee group for, for people with newborn babies. Um, you get the idea. It does, the cool thing about real estate is literally anything is useful as long as it's meeting people that are aged 25 to 30 and upwards from there, right? If you can meet adults uh, of an adult age, it's going to be a worthwhile club to join. Now, try and attend as much of the stuff as possible. And you don't need to be like a cheesy networker handing out business cards everywhere. Just go and be a nice person. Go and be useful to that club in terms of what they need. And the business, the opportunities will come right? once people know that you're in real estate and know what you do. If you're a good person, they'll want to support you. So you don't treat it as a prospecting activity. Just go and be part of the club because you care about what they're doing uh, and the uh, good results will come your way. And a slightly contentious one I want to suggest that you consider in this period of trying to get your first listing is to focus on houses listed with other real estate companies what I would call foreign listings. Now, especially in a tougher market, what often happens is people try to sell a house, agents that is, list a property, try to sell it, and maybe the vendors wants too high a price, or maybe it's just not that attractive a property, and after a while, they get a bit disheartened, get a bit bored, and they stop servicing their vendors. And so what you're going to do is build a relationship with those owners directly, So that when the original agency period expires, you'll be the person who's Johnny or Sally on the spot. You'll be the person they hire next. And in a tough market, it's often best to get a listing second time around. I don't think I would have survived my first year in real estate if I hadn't focused on foreign listings. Now, you can't tamper with the agency you can't encourage them to quit their current agent or anything like that but there is a real art and a science to this approach and i think it's valuable and i think it's actually useful to the owners as well Um, i don't think it's being mean or or unkind to the listing agent if they've dropped the ball if they're not keeping in touch then that homeowner needs help needs support so the way to approach this, uh, the way I did it, is literally to knock on the door of houses that are on the market. Uh, what you'll find is these are actually really warm calls. They're not like cold calls because these people are on the market. They want to sell. They genuinely want the help. So you're going to knock on the door and just check in, them and check in with them and say, hey, look, I, I saw your sign outside. I noticed you're on the market. It's a great looking house. I'm just wondering if you are going to stay in the area, if you're looking for another property in this area. Um, and if so, can I can I try and help you with that? So your, your angle for talking to these people is that you you want to see if they're trying to stay in the area and uh, are they looking for another house? And if so, what kind of house are they looking for? And if they are looking for a property in your area, then you've got an opportunity to keep in touch with them, try and help them on, on that side of it. Uh, and if you service them well and do a good job and if you're helpful and useful, there's a good chance you'll be the one they talk to when their agency expires. Now, you can ask them questions to help this process along. You can say, like, how's it going? You know, have you had anyone through so far? Oh, why do you think it hasn't sold yet? Um, and once you've built a relationship, you don't do this straight away, but once you've built a bit of a relationship and maybe you've chatted to them two or three times, you could say, hey, look, just out of interest, when does your agency expire? And they say, right, it expires in, you know, 24 days' time. Okay, cool. I'll keep in touch. Well, like I, I'm sure you'll have no problem selling before then, but... Um, You've got a really cool house. It looks really good. Um, I wish you all the very best. You know, I'm sure it'll work out fine. And you just keep in touch. And if they don't sell after that 24 days, you know exactly when you need to be on the phone to them saying, hey, look, you know, I remember you said your listing was expiring around now. I'd love to chat to you about how we could get your home sold. We still think it is a good market out there. It's not the easiest one, but we think, there are. you know, we know there are still buyers actively looking to buy and we'd really love to talk to you about how we could help one of the biggest challenges you have with foreign listings that expire, some people might call these expired listings, is that often these owners are going to be quite dejected. They're going to be thinking, no one wants my home, it's useless, You know, I have to just stay put. One of the challenges for you, or maybe I have to rent the property out, right? One of the challenges for you is convincing these people that it is actually possible to sell, that they've got a good home, that just because it didn't work the first time, Doesn't mean it won't work the second time. So you're going to come in and be really optimistic, really energetic, um, really positive about their property, uh, and that enthusiasm is going to pass on to your clients, and they're going to be excited to give it another go. But the biggest challenge for you is not convincing them that they should go with you, it's more about convincing them that their property is sellable. So for an agent looking for their first sale, expired listings or foreign listings is a fantastic way to get listings, really, right? You know, because they're not about, they're not worried about your luck of experience. They're worried about their house not being sellable. Now, it's very important to build the relationship before the listing expires. Because if you wait till the 90 days is up, they've already looked at other options if they're going to do that, right? So you need to be the one that's built a relationship before the listing expires so that you can be, Johnny or Sally on the spot when that time comes. And that's why you're going to go in and try and help people as a as a buyer first and foremost uh, and be available to them when their current listing expires. Now, there's a lot more nuance to this. You know, there's steps to it like, what do you do if you don't lock in no one's home? What sort of car do you leave? What sort of questions do you ask? What can you say? What can't you say? Um, if you're interested in this topic, in this way of getting listings, I'd love to talk more about it, but I need to know from you that it's something that you're interested in. So if you are, email me, andrew at agentmonday.co.nz and just simply put, I'm keen to hear more about how to secure expired and foreign listings. You send me that, and I'll do another podcast about that soon, specifically about this approach and all the steps entailed. One more example of a marketing activity I want you to consider is running seminars. Running a property investment seminar. Now, this might sound funny, but it's a super effective strategy you can take and you can employ to meet with local homeowners. Right? Especially if the market's kind of down or, you know, it's like in, in New Zealand right now, you know, we're in the midst of a recession, Houses are quite cheap compared to what they were a year or two ago. Lots of people are thinking about buying more property, especially owners with good equity. So you could run a property investor seminar, a how to get your first investment property seminar. You could advertise this with a letterbox drop in your local area. Uh, You could send it out to your email newsletter. You could share it with your friends and family. Make it a small intimate thing to start with. Aim for 10 to 12 people. Run it at your local real estate office. Ask a local mortgage broker, lawyer, valuer, those kind of people to come and help you run it. They could speak for five or 10 minutes, be really good for them to build up clients as well. Seminars are a fantastic way to meet uh, active real estate, you know, thinkers in your area. Like not just homeowners, but people who are thinking about property. You know, those people who are real interested in real estate and they want to keep track of everything that's going on and they're always talking about who the good agents are. Guess what happens if they meet you and like you and appreciate the help you give them for free? They're going to refer you and recommend you to all the people they spend time talking about real estate with. So seminars are a highly efficient way to leverage your time and meet lots of people at once. Uh, I did a few of them in my first year and those people at those very first seminars became became clients for life for me essentially over the next decade Um, a huge source of business a huge source of connections a huge source of offers on properties i was having that were hard to sell can't stress enough how working with investors can be a really valuable idea i've actually got a whole article on this topic on the agent monday site which is free for anyone to view on why you should be working with more property investors so go and look that one up if you are keen to learn more about why dealing with investors can help you build a real estate business. Okay, so to recap, we've got an email newsletter. We've got a letterbox drop. We've got foreign listings or expired listings. I'd aim to visit around 10 of these every week. You're going to always be in the office, 8 in the morning till 5.30, 6 o'clock at night, whatever it takes. You're going to join a few local clubs. You're going to engage in what I, I would call networking activities, but for want of a less cheesy word, but you're going to join a few local clubs where you can meet lots of homeowner age people. Uh, You're going to keep a lead sheet with you at all times with a list of people who you think might be considering selling. And you're going to potentially think about running some seminars for property investors in your area. A couple of other simple ones are just to drive around looking for houses which are being painted or which have skip bins outside. And just go and knock on the door. Just go and say, hi. Hey, I saw you had a skip bin outside. Hey, look, I know this is a bit forward, but just in case you're thinking of selling, I just want to check it. Are you, are you thinking of making a move? You know, Would you like some advice about the real estate market? What have you got to lose, right? If you're trying to get that first sale, you're going to have to be brave. You're going to have to put yourself out there. You're going to have to be ready for people to say no. But if you do this with a kind, generous attitude, always trying to just be helpful, then you'll be on the right track, right? I want to close with a story about how I got my first sale. Um, It was one of my best friend's older brothers. So my best friend said that his brother was thinking about moving. And so I just started turning up on their doorstep once a week or once a fortnight with useful information to help them make smarter decisions so the first time i just bowled around there with a list of recent sales that were kind of similar to their property she said hey thought you guys might be interested in this here's a list of all the recent three bedroom sales in your location um it's a bit of a mix uh, but the market is really strong the average time to sell is about 32 days and the average selling price is 10.5 percent above the rateable value which is like the council value in the area and the key thing i did there was mention specific numbers that other people aren't going to so readily know off the top of their head. But again, it's showing proficiency and showing credibility. So I drop that offer with them. I wouldn't say, hey, do you want to list your house with me? Or, hey, can I help you sell it? Or anything that presumptive. I'm just going to leave with value, drop it around with my card. They know I'm in real estate and they know what I do. I've got a long way to go to win their trust. So that first drop, that first hello point is just about offering them something of value and and getting out of there. All right, and then the next week I popped around and said, hey, um, here's a case study of a particular property like yours that sold recently. And here's the kind of marketing that they did. They had this many people through their open homes. Um, and, and this is why I think this property sold well. You know, it had really good photos taken by these guys. It had a video tour done by these guys. They put it on these websites. And you kind of get it, maybe give them a bit of a nitty gritty of it. Uh, okay, and then the next week, you could pop around again just to check in and be like, hey, how are you guys going? Um, is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything you need to get prepped up before going on the market? You know, Are you looking for a handyman? Are you looking for a painter? Start to find, what you'll get good at is like finding ways to offer help to people that are in this situation. Focus on solving the problems they've got rather than solving the problem you've got, which is you need to sell. Rather than focusing on the fact that you need to sell focus on who you can help with your connections and then the good things, you know, the, the success you want will come to you regardless. Okay. In the case of my first listing, it got to the point on around the second or third visit where they invited me inside, invited me to have a look around and then invited me to pitch for the opportunity to be their real estate agent. And that's what you're looking for as an opportunity, right? The rest of it is up to you. Now, If you can stay consistent with those steps, the success will come. You might have time for other approaches, and that's cool. There might be other strategies that you want to try. Uh, If you've got an idea and you're not sure if it could work, again, feel free to email me and I'll let you know. You can contact andrew at agentmonday.co.nz. And really, the key is just to be consistent. Just stick at it. Keep going. Don't give up if something doesn't work. The first time okay when you do get to that point where you're starting to get appraisal opportunities where people are letting you come around to talk about selling their house if you don't feel confident consider taking an expert agent along with you and sharing the listing with them consider your first year or two in real estate as being like your university degree the goal is not to necessarily maximize your income. The goal is to learn as much as you can and sharpen your skills. So don't be afraid to share the first few leads that you get, the first few opportunities with an expert agent. So A, you increase your chances of getting the listing and B, you can learn from that agent what they do, how they do it, what they say, what they say when, how they answer objections. It's You can learn more in that shared listing experience than you could in 10 listings by yourself potentially Uh, but if you do want to jump in and do it by yourself I can understand that that's how I was as well Um, have a look on our website there's a whole lot of info on how to get better at listing presentations on all sorts of questions you should ask at listing presentations there's all sorts of info on how to increase your chances of securing that property Um, so do go and check that out Uh, but those appraisal kind of Listing presentation opportunities are absolute gold, and you want to make the most of every single one. So if you try it by yourself and it doesn't work, you know, you miss out on the first three or four, then again, consider going with an expert agent to just increase your chances of getting that first one. And what you'll find is that after a a couple of goes at it, after a few successes, you'll be away, you'll be flying. Your appraisal to list ratio will be probably pretty rubbish at the start, but it'll get better. Very, very quickly. Once you achieve that first sale, celebrate like heck. Take the time to thank the people that have supported you getting to where you are. Take your manager out for a drink. But most importantly, take your partner, your spouse, your wife, your husband, your family, your kids. Take them out for a really nice meal somewhere. Thank them for standing by you while you worked these crazy hours and while you were probably stressed out and while you were, you know, wondering whether this is going to work all the time and probably just a real pain in the butt to to live with, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, Take those people that are behind you out to show them that you appreciate their love, kindness, and support. And last but not least, it's critical that you leverage this first sale into more sales, okay? Otherwise, what happens is you get this first sale and you're all happy and then it's like, right, okay, what next? How am I going to get another one? So number one there is to stay consistent with those uh, marketing methods, those prospecting methods that we talked about. And number two, there are some specific, cool, extra prospecting things you can do once you've had a sale. And I've got a whole uh, guide on what they are on the Agent Monday site. I will link to it in the show notes of this episode. Uh, it's called How to Leverage Your Last Sale into a New Listing, if you want to look it up on the site. Um, But I'll put a link to it in the show notes, as I say. Uh, That'll give you a whole lot of ideas um, and ways that you can market the success of that sale and turn that into more opportunities. So best of luck out there. Hey, if you've tried, if for some reason you've tried these things for six months and you haven't achieved your first sale yet, get in touch with me. And I'll do a one-on-one review with you and give you whatever tips I can to help you get over the line. Because I think far too many people give up on real estate too soon when they are probably closer than they think to getting that first sale. So if you feel like you've been going for three, six, nine months and it hasn't worked yet, if you follow all those options in this podcast that I've talked about, I'm confident that it will work for you. But if it hasn't, Don't give up yet. Please stick at it. Be consistent. Have a cold, hard look at the effort you're putting in. But also just remember that sometimes it just takes a little bit of time. You've got this far. Let's make it work. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Agent Monday is an exclusive content marketing club for real estate professionals. We give you helpful educational info to share with your audience and teach you how to use it to grow your business. To find out more, visit agentmonday.com.